Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Just, uh, I just laugh every time. It's, it's so <laughs> that perfect. Song comes on. It's perfect. So, so perfect. Isn't it perfect? Jerry Hill joins us now, boogieing. Uh, probably sitting in his uh, cloffice, uh, boogieing right now. Yeah, boogieing. Yeah. And you know that that song says it all. I want to. Yes. Yes. I really want to put on my boogie shoes. <laughs> I, I know you do. You're just waiting, waiting for the right occasion, right? I've got them. Yeah. Well, hope. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello, Jerry. Thanks for being with us, and uh, hopefully you'll have an opportunity very soon to uh, boogie after a big Baylor win. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen on Saturday. Yeah, and John, I think uh, – I don't know if you're like me, but I was the, – the main thing that I was wanting to see from that game was improvement. I mean, I know Utah's a good team. Um, you know, now, in hindsight, should you have won that game? I think so. But what I did see was a lot of improvement really on both sides, but particularly on defense. I thought the defense just played with a different mindset. They were more physical. They were getting pass rush up front. They had good secondary play out of some really young guys. So I think there was some. I think there was a lot of hope coming out of that uh, game that maybe wasn't there the first week. I would agree completely, and that's a good thing, you know, to see the improvement and see how these guys can play. Um, fourth quarter was just a little disturbing. I told you, you know, I kept waiting for Utah to kind of wilt in the heat, and they right. they didn't do it. Right. They outscored Baylor fourteen to nothing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and John, that one drive was just a killer. Um, you know, they were on the field for eight minutes, um, picked up. I think they had three third down conversions on that drive, and and that was after really, you know, I guess for you know fifty minutes of that game, they had maybe a little bit over 200 yards total offense. So uh, they really put it together with Nate Johnson, their redshirt freshman quarterback, uh, just kind of found something with him. And then, and then he's going up against a very tired Baylor defense that, that had been out there a lot. Went back and looked, John, I think it's the last, uh, before that last series, the four series before that they ran, Baylor ran 10 plays. Wow, really? Three, 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 and then the first one was an interception on the very first play. And then they went three and out, three and out, and then the interception on the third down play. So 10 plays, so you can imagine. I mean, and I, I if I remember right, um, Utah had a fairly long drive toward the end of the third quarter. Maybe that was when they got the field goal. Well, it wasn't a long drive because I, I think it was after an interception. Right. But they had been on the field a lot. And Baylor's defense, conversely, was on the field a lot. So that it showed in that fourth quarter in particular. I think the time of possession that third quarter was like 13 to 2. Right. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do that and win. Well, that's tough. And, and again, despite, you know, the improvement that was obvious from game one to game two, still a loss that leaves Baylor at 0 and 2 on the year. And now Long Island comes in and Texas is looming, you know, a week away. But, uh, you know, the Bears just need to continue the improvement, right? And uh, just do what they need to do this week against Long Island. 
Yeah, and I think Dave made that clear on Monday, and I'm sure he did when he sat down with you as well, that uh, that's the big thing. Um, this week, it's – I. And I know coaches will say this a lot, but I do think it's you know it's about us. It's about Baylor. It's more it's it's more that than Long Island. Um, you know, certainly that's a team you expect to go in and beat. But uh, what Baylor needs to do is just make Baylor better. Um, you know, be sharper. Uh, come out with that same kind of energy. Uh, come in there with some confidence. You know, that's what we saw that first week honestly, from Texas State. Texas State walked in there with some swagger, and I think Baylor needs to do that right off the bat, you know, come in there with some swagger, some confidence, play with some energy, you know, come out fast and really, you know, kind of take the game away from Long Island early, and then hopefully you can get a lot of guys some, you know, some playing time and kind of prepare for that next week, maybe get some guys some rest you know, going into that conference opener against Texas. Yeah, true that. And uh, Baylor's in no position to look ahead. That'll be big against Texas, but there'll be plenty of time to prepare for that and talk about that uh, next week. Um, What about, let's let's look at some other sports. We talked to Ryan McGuire earlier in the hour. Now Baylor's all-time winningest coach in volleyball. How about that? Yeah, congrats to him. I, you know, I remember John the first year he came in and and, uh, you know, it's, it's, he's made such a difference in that program. You know, they had made a few NCAA tournament appearances and, and I remember they made a sweet 16 with coach Barnes when they had a big upset, uh, I believe it was against UCLA. Um, so, you know, they had had some success, but it's just, it's gotten to the point now where it, it, success is expected. And, you know, if you're not going, you know, deep in the NCAA tournament, then, then you're not meeting the standard. And that's, that's kind of what he's established here, you know, and, and I think maybe there might've been a little question or doubt or whatever. I mean, he didn't have, you know, division one head coaching experience. He had won on, you know, the lower levels. He'd been an assistant on the division one level, but hadn't, you know, had never been a head coach. He put those doubts to rest pretty early and, and, you know, congrats to him. I guess it's 183 now. Right. 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 Oh, uh, congrats to him and, and, and did it, you know, in a relatively short time. So, um, you know, again, he's, he's strung together some 20 win seasons and, and really kind of put that program on the map where they're a team that everybody recognizes as one of the top, you know, 15 top 20 teams in the country. Well, and another big week. I mean, he's not shy about scheduling tough in non-conference. Yeah. You know, Washington state number 11 comes in on Wednesday and then Ohio state comes in on Friday. Yeah, I had to look up Ohio State because I wasn't sure where they were. I had seen already that Washington State had moved up to number 11, and I believe, if I remember right, I think they beat BYU, ah, okay. which was a big win for them. So, uh, And then Ohio State now in at number 19. So, um, yeah, it's uh, another big week uh, for the Bears. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, he. you're right. He has not shied away from facing people. I mean, he faced two top five teams in that first week, and – and really scheduled tough, and I think that's probably on purpose. You wondered if he wouldn't maybe lighten it up a little bit with such a young team, but I think this is just his philosophy. You know, you're going to get better playing the best, and uh, and we'll see what they where they are in in November and hopefully December. Um, that maybe this schedule pays off playing so many uh, you know top twenty teams. All right, and how about uh, soccer? Tough loss to SMU, but then uh, yeah. took care of business, beat Abilene Christian 7-0 on Sunday night. Yeah, it was a big night. Uh, seven goals. Um, 
you know, and the thing about it was ACU got beat three nothing by Tech, which was their only other loss, but they had not given up a second half goal um, all year and, and gave up three, I think, in the first four minutes, John. Um, Ashley Merrill, what a, what a game she had. She's got six goals now for the year. Tyler Isgrig, the, the TCU transfer, she had two goals and two assists in that game. Um, so it was one of those fun games where, you know, a lot of people get in. Um, you get a lot of goals from different people. I mean, that was that was kind of the cool thing was, yes, I mean, Tyler and, Tyler and Ashley did a lot of the scoring, but you had a lot of people in on assists, and, and then you get a, a score late from Micah Beasley off the bench. So that was kind of a cool thing, and, and it's got to give them some confidence, uh, you know, going into this week with a, a very big game against Texas. I believe, John, they were 17th. Uh, in last week's poll today, I think the poll comes out at like three o'clock today. They uh-huh. may move up. But, uh, Texas was number 17 last week. So, you know, really difficult conference opener. And then I believe they play BYU right. uh, next week, next Thursday. So that's that's actually your first two conference games because uh, they play a non-conference game on Sunday. So this is a but this is a big week, you know, starting conference play. Uh, you know, they come out of non-conference or what they've played so far at four, two and one. Uh, they won four games, John, last year. So they've already matched that. They've already surpassed last year's goal total. So um, I, I think things are looking up. And, and this is clearly a better team uh, than last year's uh, in, in Michelle Leonard's debut season. So good things ahead for, for soccer. And, and that was just a fun one to be a part of. And we should mention uh, uh, cross-country also. Uh, Coach David Barnett will be one of our guests on the Coaches Show Wednesday night from Rudy's. But uh, really, really good uh, tournament opener, season opener down in San Antonio. Yeah, the women won. I believe the men finished third. So good start for them. And, and, you know, that's kind of what they needed. It was just a it was a smaller meet, you know, a little bit lesser level, I guess you would say. It was that incarnate word. Uh, so, you know, I, I, but the women winning, winning, I think was a big message for them. And it was a lot of young ones. I think they had like seven freshmen combined men and women running in that meet. So they're counting on a lot of, uh, a lot of younger runners, but, uh, this is David Barnett's third season. And, and like he talked about it, uh, before the season started, you just want to keep getting better each year. And they certainly did that particularly at regional last year. So I look for them to take another step up. They lost some veteran runners, but, uh, you know, they got a good group of freshmen and newcomers in this year. So I, I think they're looking to do even more this year. Very nice. All right. Anything else we need to touch on? Men's golf finished third. There you go. Johnny, yes. Yes. Johnny San Antonio. Was in the, uh, playoff. Um, so, uh, good, good performance for them. The women are struggling a little bit. Um, they, they're playing in their season opening tournament, uh, and they, they struggled this morning. So, uh, hopefully they can, uh, bounce back. I think they've got a tournament next week as well. So we'll see how they do. And John, big week, a lot of, a lot of ranked teams and everything coming in. So, uh, this will be a fun one with soccer and volleyball and then get that first win for football on Saturday. Nice. Very good. All right, Jerry, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider with us. Lots of good information there from Jerry, and we always appreciate uh, him spending a few minutes with us. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you 